Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. I'm your host, John Breeden, and your chief lounge lizard. And today we're going to be talking about the E3 Expo show and about the major consoles and their presentations. Big, big stuff. And as a uh, representation of how big this is, we've got everybody in the lounge with me today almost. Uh, we've got Billy White. Billy, welcome to the Glad lounge. To be here. Got Todd Hargosh, formerly Hardcore Xbox Todd Hargosh. <laughs> Welcome. <Thank you. laughs> uh, we've got Shella all the way from England, and we got Neil all the way from his secret bunker location <laughs> somewhere in Montana. <laughs> so, all right, so every, everybody's here. So, um, yeah, we actually ended up with uh, three major presentations uh, from uh, Microsoft, uh, Sony, and uh, Nintendo. Uh, we didn't think that Nintendo was going to do anything this year, but the last minute they decided to put something together, which I, I thought was kind of clever the way they did it. I mean, you know, they probably saved $3 million on booth space, and they, <laughs> they came out with a video that showed their games. Now, um, uh, Todd, you're, you're a Wii U guy. What, what, did you think about the, um, what did you think about the Nintendo presentation? Uh... There were some uh, key announcements I'm pretty happy about, except for one thing. They're all games that are coming out in 2014. With the exception probably of Donkey Kong Country uh, Tropical Freeze or whatever it's called. That's supposed to be November in Wonderful 101, which comes out in August. There really hasn't been much coming out this year. I mean, Bayonetta 2 was announced, or was updated. Her new look mm -hmm. is kind of interesting. She looks more animated than before. And right, they right. mentioned a 2014 release date there. Uh, Super Mario 3D World looked impressive, 2014 release. And then the big announcement was the new Smash Brothers for both Wii U and 3DS. Yeah, that's a big game. People people were really mm -hmm. asking about that. Like The best part was the announcement of Mega Man's coming back as a character. I mean, Capcom, Capcom's like, we're not going to do anything, but Nintendo's like, you know what? Blank you, we're going to make him a character in Smash Brothers. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Billy, Billy you're, you're, you're a Wii guy too, right? Yes. So what, what was your what was your impression? Well, first off, I did want to say I did want to mention that I thought what Nintendo was doing about, uh, you know, if you can't make it to the show, because this is actually better than even what Sony and Microsoft are doing. They were like, hey, if you can't make it to the show, we have made an arrangement with uh, the local Best Buy stores and you can go into the Best Buys and supposedly there'll be somebody there that can run a demo and um, and show you the new stuff. So I checked uh, and the, the store that's nearest me is doing it, so I'm, I'm going to head over there later and, uh, and check it out. So I thought that was kind of a neat way to bring everybody into the fold. Um, so, so Billy, but what was your impressions of the of the overall uh, presentation? Um, I mean, I liked it. I liked what I was seeing. Same concern that Todd has. A lot of the stuff was labeled for 2014, which was like, well, the Wii doesn't didn't have a super strong launch. Doesn't have a lot of games right now, so it's kind of disappointing. I mean, as for the games themselves, they looked great. Um, that one game they showed off, uh, from Monolith Soft. What X? I don't, yeah, Red X. That, that really looked amazing to me, because it made me think, like, Final Fantasy meets Monster Hunter and Armored Core, and just, it looked like a great mashup with an open world. Well, my like remember, though, it was designed by the same people that did the Xenogear and Xenosaga Trilogy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that as well. Yeah, it was the one that really Neil. caught my eye. And... 
Hey, Neil, did you, I was just going to ask Neil because Neil does a lot of our 3DS reviews. Did you see anything interesting from the from the 3DS perspective? I mean, it was nice that uh, a lot of the stuff was in 3D, I guess. Although, although Neil, some of the 3D stuff you've seen lately has sort of been like a gimmick. It's almost like an add-on, right? Yeah, it's, I haven't really found any astonishing 3D since I've played. I actually didn't get a chance to watch Nintendo's press conference this morning as much as I probably should have. Although I do know there is a uh, game coming out. It's... Uh, Fire Emblem crossing with another RPG that one of our other reviewers, uh, Vincent Mahoney, is a big fan of. So I'm actually kind of curious about that because, you know me, I love my Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Well, uh, Todd and Billy, I mean, I mean, Todd, you wrote a column about how we'll get into the DRM thing, obviously, when we talk about uh, what Sony did. Uh, but you were saying that, like, if Sony and Microsoft both came out and, and put restrictive DRM on their new consoles, that the Wii U might be the winner because they don't have that. But isn't the big problem with the Wii U the fact that they just don't have that many games in general? Yeah, in fact, I'm looking at the... Uh E3 section of the Wii U shop right now, and of all the trailers that they announced, the titles that they have, most of them are either uh, HD remakes, like they're doing with, with Wind Waker, games that are coming mm-hmm. out in 2014, or uh, ports of games that are going to come out for other systems. <laughs> I, I forgot, <laughs> okay. the, the trailer for Pikmin 3, they never even mentioned that during the Direct today. Right, right, yeah, that was interesting. Um, but I don't know. I thought it was neat how they did it. So, I mean, it was good that we mentioned them and we'll start with them since they're the sort of the least controversial. All right. Let's move into, let's move into what we saw at the Microsoft show. Um, I'm, I'm sitting here with, uh, at least two hardcore <laughs> Xbox guys. Mm-hmm. So, um, so let's start with, let's start with the Microsoft presentation. Um, uh, Todd, what, what was, what, what, I mean, what did you think? Or, or Shella, do you want to jump in on this? I'd one? say let her go first before I say what I want to say. <laughs> All right, Shella, what do you think? You, you're actually the most balanced of the of the. You, you've got a 360 and a, a PS3. Yeah, I do at the moment. Um, yeah, I was underwhelmed. <laughs> I really was. Uh, I mean, I bought. I you know the last generation. I bought um, an Xbox. I didn't own a Sony machine. Um, you know, I bought. The Xbox for Halo, I love it. I'm the sort of go-to reviewer for the Halo games um, for Jin. Sure. And um, just of late, Microsoft have just been disappointing me <laughs> every step of the way. And they did they they didn't disappoint me in their disappointing me at this press conference. <laughs> so, you know, they just um, yeah, it was just a bit really. I mean. You know, they had Kojima on stage at the beginning, and you're like, oh, okay, cool, and that looked quite pretty and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had um, Rise, which I just thought looked like a Call of Duty-style gameplay thing, except it had that sort of quick-time thing, but just with a ancient Rome wallpaper slapped on it um, so I just thought hmm. it looked nice but it looked kind of average gameplay wise it wasn't doing anything interesting so I was quickly bored with that but keep in uh, mind that Rise has been a Frankenstein project for the last three years it was originally oh, right, as, okay. a, as a Kinect title oh I didn't realise that so that's even <laughs> so more... at first I saw I was like oh here we go Kinect title coming up 
Oh, God. And then, and then I see, was, then I saw QTE, I was like, oh, God, you got to be kidding me. Was anybody else <laughs> confused by the massive build-up of World of Tanks, or have I, like, missed a major thing that, like, everybody loves? I was like, loved? what is this game? I knew what it was, but... <laughs> I know I know what it is, but they gave it, like, this massive build-up, like, six million players worldwide for the first time on console. I'm like, what is it going to be? <laughs> like, I was, like, sitting there, like, racking my brain of all, like, the free like, modes they could do. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, what's it going to be? It can't be EverQuest. And it was like, <laughs> and then it was like, World of Tanks. It's like, what? <laughs> it was a joke. Bizarre. I, I, during the recap, I, speaking of Connect, I was just sitting there going, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, you, you guys remember, I heard an article about this probably a year and a half, two years ago, saying, no, don't get based off of Connect. What do they do? Based off connect. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're just, I don't know, it's just, I've got a list of games that I wrote down and nothing stood out. Um, D4 looked a bit interesting, but they showed hardly anything of it. Um, And they're obsessed with smart glass, and I just can't see how we're supposed to be bothered about it that much. Um, I was actually surprised, given that during their you know, in the tent presentation pre E three, they were like they they concentrated totally on the hardware and on the smart glass stuff. And um and they and they said, Well it's not gonna be like that at E three. We're gonna show just games and then they're like but I guess they just couldn't resist having that section about smart glass. Which is another slap in the face to people who aren't who don't have constant internet connection. I mean uh, Yeah. Well it says we you notwithstanding it's gonna and have to use internet connection as well for the Vita, because PS4 will eventually do that too. Mm. Yeah, I mean the, all the consoles are emulating the Wii U in terms of that. Mm. <laughs> right. I mean, I, th- I think eventually that's where they're, they're going to have to go, but I think that it's not really ready yet. I mean, because of the inter- the patchy internet that a lot of people right. have. How yeah. funny is it that Nintendo paves the way again and everybody starts copying mm-hmm. them? <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of weird. I mean, um, I mean well, it's kind of weird because I mean. You guys know firsthand my internet's inconsistent on a good day. So I mean, that I, I agree with the term slap in the face because like I've been hardcore Xbox. I've never once I got rid of my PS One and got my first Xbox, I've never looked back. So should I not be? I should I be banned from buying an Xbox just because I don't have good internet where I live out in the backwoods? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Neil, you have a specific problem. I mean, your internet connection gets so bad sometimes that you can't connect to live because live says, I'm sorry, I can't connect you. Your internet connection isn't good enough. Steam <laughs> has issues sometimes. Steam's like, you're not connected to internet. And I'm sitting there going, oh, you're. <laughs> so, so Neil, if you, now that's the, well, I mean, I guess you know, here, I mean, I tried to, I tried to focus Microsoft. I tried to focus on games, guys. I did, <laughs> but it just keeps coming back to this other crap. So, so Neil, like, if you can't check in with Microsoft Mothership once a day, then you're, you, you couldn't play your, your new Xbox One. If that's, that's what they said, right? I didn't get yeah, that I mean, wrong. pretty much, I mean, that's what it is. If, uh, the evil taskmasters can't make sure my game's not being loaned out to cyber pirates, then. Or your third Exactly. Cousin. Which, and the port, never mind. But that, if that's not going on, then I don't get to play my games. And I'm sitting there going, I mean, it can't be like Steam where there's like, okay, I download my games, but I can't go into like an offline mode or really? 
<laughs> yeah, kind kind of weird. So 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 Todd, I mean, okay, I definitely want to hear from you because you're the hard you're the hardcore you're the hardest of the hardcore Xbox guys. I mean, and Microsoft was like, so they came out with these, you know, their restrictions. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, how the used games works. You can't do it without paying a fee. Have to connect to the to the main servers once a day and stuff. But they're like, hey, ignore all that. We're going to show you really awesome games at the show, and it's going to make up for it. Did it? For most effort, no. Hmm. No, it didn't. The only ones that really interested me were um, Dead Rising 3 and Killer Instinct, because Killer Instinct I've been waiting for for a long time. Hmm. Right. And at first I thought, I was like, I was like, oh my god, they're finally listening to the fans, they're finally doing it. Two things. One, it's not Rare who's making it. It's a company called um, Double Helix. And they've been known for some pretty inferior games in the past. Silent Hill Uh-oh. Homecoming, G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. That was, oh, that was a yeah, bad I, game. I mean, I'm a Silent Hill fan, but Homecoming was pretty bad. I've, I decided to give them another chance because I've been in their development studios I've complained about that end up coming through. Treyarch, for instance. True. But then I get news this morning that really hit me right before the Nintendo press conference. I, I checked the news. Killer Instinct's going to be a freemium title. They give you one character for free, and the rest of them you have to pay for. Oh. Uh. <laughs> That's like, and not to get off topic, but that Mar- the Marvel Heroes MMO that came out, you're looking at $80 for four characters in that game. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, didn't they also learn from, like, Namco when they released uh, Ridge Racer for the PS Vita? <laughs> and that wasn't even a freemium title. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that. I, I, I just, I mean, I, I wonder what. Sometimes I wonder what. I mean, Microsoft is this big company, and they're supposed to be really smart, but like, I don't know where their marketing guys. They're these blaming, days. they're blaming <laughs> the publishers for the whole, um, the whole used game thing. Yeah, and it got uh, me wondering like uh, during. Wait, cost that book. Yeah, um, got me wondering during the E3 press conference. Or not E3, I'm sorry, EA press conference. Mm-hmm. Did you notice the first two games they only mentioned were available for Xbox 360 and Xbox One? Mm-hmm. They didn't mention that they were for PS3 or PS4. Uh, because well, EA's got to be the biggest the biggest pusher of that. If if it's publishers that are pushing mm-hmm. the the whole thing, EA thinks they lose billions of dollars mm-hmm. on the used yeah. game market, which I don't I don't think it's true. But EA does everything they can. I mean, EA made say we're not developing for the PlayStation 4 because of um because of the DRM Didn't stuff. they already announce so. that they weren't going to be making Wii U games? They, they've already mentioned that, even though they have made Wii U games before. Yeah, which is they did, weird. They did Need for Speed Most Wanted, which is which I tried all three versions, and actually the Wii U version was the best. Believe it or not. <laughs> wow, that is kind of crazy. But so, yeah, I mean, when I heard that, that pretty much sealed the deal for me, and it got mm-hmm. me also thinking about other stuff. Like, what if go back to when the Atari Fifty Two Hundred came out? And how that okay. how that bombed miserably. The twenty six hundred still survived. What if that happens in the three sixties days? Mm. But then Microsoft decides commits that we're gonna cut off all the Xbox three sixty servers in five or so years. All the games well, all the might. games you have downloaded on your hard drive to make sure they go through sometimes you have to connect to the net, otherwise they won't play. It'll be a trial version. 
What if those get taken away from you as a result of this? Well, I mean, who knows? I mean, I mean, it's it certainly would be an interesting. I know that it sounds like. Uh, I mean, you talk about the older people keeping keeping their older consoles. I mean, it sounds like. I mean, I'm talking about the Sony. What Sony was saying. Sony started their presentation with the Vita, which nobody cares about. But then they talked about. Then they talked about the PlayStation 3 and how the PlayStation 3 is still a robust platform. It almost sounds like Sony doesn't care if you want to keep your hang on to your PS3. You know. Yeah, that, well, that, look how long they supported PS2. Mm-hmm. I mean, PS2 that's lasted, true. What, 12 years? Yeah, yep. because it's not like every uh, PS3 owner is immediately going to dump that machine and, you know, has got the cash to buy um, PS4. In fact, you know, they might sell PS3s just on the fact that a new console's come out and so it makes the PS3 affordable for some people wait for the next generation to buy the last generation console because the price goes down a little bit. I have a friend who's doing that, Shell, actually. He's telling me he's yeah. waiting. He, he hasn't bought a PS3 yet, but he's like, I'm hoping they'll drop the price this yeah. week now that the PS4 is, you know, solid, yeah. and he's going to go get a PS3. And it would be a smart move because there's a lot of good games, oh like Grand Theft Auto, God, that's the coming out for this the year. PS3. I mean, incredible <laughs> on PS3. Mm-hmm. Just incredible. The exclusives yeah. as well. I mean, it's like... Uh, like Rain. Uh, Rain yeah, looked really good. And, um, um, you know, Beyond... Um, two souls. Two souls. I mean, the Last it, of Us, which is yeah, out this week. I mean, incredible when they're just announcing a new console and they've got those three stacked up on their current one. I mean, that is just blows Microsoft out of the water. It really does. <laughs> well, I do want to hear from Billy before we move on to the PlayStation. Billy, what, what was your thoughts? I mean, does the does the the DRM thing is that and and the and internet connection and all that does that for you, as an Xbox guy, does that override the 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 games that were shown that are going to be out, or, or what what are your thoughts? I'm not interested in the Xbox One because I have an all-in-one media device. It's called my computer. <laughs> so the fact that the Xbox One is you know trying to tote that they can do everything, it's like, well, why do I care about that? First of all, the way your live system is set up, you're I mean, I, I'm I'm I, I'm very strict on this idea that I shouldn't have to pay mm. Xbox to access my Netflix that I already pay yeah. for, and things like that. And I don't see that changing yeah. on the on the Xbox One. And I also yeah. want to know if they're planning a new price system because, I mean, we we know Sony announced their new PlayStation Plus was five dollars a month. That is so much cheaper than Xbox Live, and you know I, I saw Xbox trying to compete with like the two free games a month type thing, but I just I just don't see it. I mean, <laughs> if it's more expensive, nobody's going to flock to it, especially you know with a five hundred dollar console. Yeah, it's it's uh they they did announce the price point too, which is uh, uh well five hundred dollar um five hundred dollar uh on, on U.S. dollars, and then it's a little bit less for um. For the for you, Shella, but it's the same really when you look at the way the money yeah. works. <laughs> it's still a hundred. It's a hundred units more expensive. Yeah, it's a hundred units more expensive. <laughs> you, you're galact. You're gonna spend more Galacto bucks to get yeah. it over the, over the PlayStation. <laughs> so um, so yeah, I don't know. I was I was kind of I was kind of disappointed with the with the the because I you know I'm I have a PlayStation Three um, and I really really wanted Microsoft to convince me to mm-hmm. um, 
to to get an Xbox One, and they just have done a miserable job at it. You know, it's like you know, I I want to use my TV to watch TV and play games. I mean, Nintendo <laughs> you know, wasn't even there, and they made them look bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. So I I don't know. I don't know. I'm, uh, but then the other thing that worries me, we haven't talked about it, was they refuse to have to. You have to have your connect on and filming the whole time, even if you don't, even if you're not playing a connect game. What the f is that? You know the that. only thing I like about the voice system, the ability what? to send friends messages that says Xbox shut off. <laughs> That's going to be the only fun part of that connect always listening system. Oh yeah, you can I, turn your friend's computer off. I, I actually, I actually seen a comic that I found kind of hilarious. It like, uh, it showed like a things of what people, what Xbox people think the voice system will be like, and it says, you know, computer act, do this, this, or this, and then it says, uh, what the Xbox system really do. I mean, he says, you know, activate Netflix, shutting off. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just worried. I mean. People are really concerned about privacy and stuff these days, especially with like the government and their prison program where they're just they're stealing all the data from everybody, including Microsoft. And you want me to put an always on camera in my house? <laughs> you tell me even if the government doesn't want to watch me in my underwear playing playing Hitman, I mean somebody else might. I mean, what about people with kids? Are they worried that like, you know, pedophiles will figure out a way to watch it if your camera's always on? You know, it's I know people that tape over the webcam on their um on their notebooks. Oh yeah. You know, and that <laughs> I mean so, it, the big three aren't unhackable. I mean we know that. <laughs> right. And what happened to the fact that isn't Connect supposed to be a sort of a part of the gaming system? <laughs> there were no yeah. games using Connect. So why do we have it? It doesn't do anything. It's, it's like the government. It's like the government said, "Hey, add this thing, yeah. <laughs> and we're going like, to install it." Every camera that house. we don't actually use. We just use it as a microphone to voice activate your machine. Maybe if they detect if they detect um, a pirated game on your daily check in, they'll look around and and <laughs> send that to the FBI for you or something. Well, what I think with so. the Connect was is one of those things that it seemed like a good idea on paper. When it first released, it released the first batch of games, first bunch of people bought it and said, "Hey, this is kind of entertaining." Then in three weeks, like, okay, I just wasted eighty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's almost like Microsoft and the, and the Internet Explorer browser, where they're like, the browser cannot be separated from the operating system under any circumstances, even though it really could. But that was their argument for years about that. And that's probably the same way with Connect. They probably like, we built it. And yeah, gonna buy it. you're going to have one. It's included. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on to the PlayStation uh, thing. Um, so PlayStation Four, I think we're pretty, um, I think we're pretty universal saying that they won the the thing. But uh, so, so I didn't think they'd have the balls to do this. I really didn't. They started their presentation and they were like, you know, we're going to talk about the Vita and then we're going to talk about the PlayStation Three lineup. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's kind of cool. Um, you know, but then and then they showed the con. They showed it the box, which you know it kind of looks like a board cube, I Actually, guess. I, whatever. I summed it up on one. I kept saying it looked like the um, PlayStation Two uh, made out with a Sharp X sixty eight thousand Japanese computer, and they had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's got kind of like that two levels with that edge yeah, in yeah. the middle. Yeah, if you ever seen the X sixty eight thousand, you'll know what I mean. It's, Oh, wait, wait, if Shella likes it, then it must be cool, because she's the only one that has any fashion sense out of all of us. <laughs> no, it's, so, so it's right. like, okay. 
Well, I mean, I don't really care what it looks like, but apparently it looks cool, so that's fine. Um, yeah, given that the Xbox One kind of looks like a, um, it looks like an old VCR from the 80s. I don't yeah. know. What. Yeah. It looks like my DVR. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so then they came out and they were like, oh, by the way, <laughs> and I don't know, if I was Sony, I would have led with this, but they waited until the end, so I don't know, maybe that was part of the strategy, and they were like, oh, by the way, no DRM restrictions, you don't have to be online, you can rent games, you can give games to your friends, not just people who are your friends on your thing, or your third cousin or less, um... And uh, we totally support um, the 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 rental market, the used market. I mean, they're basically like whatever you did on the PlayStation Three, you did on the PlayStation. You can do on the PlayStation Four. And then after everybody stopped cheering, <laughs> he he was like, you know, it's your game, use it how you want. And I mean, I almost I thought he was gonna take his microphone and just drop it like like a rapper who had won a contest. I mean, that was it. I said right then and there, console war. Yeah, there's something else I'm gonna bring up. Um... I wonder how retailers are going to take this. I mean, places like GameStop, um, mm. rental places like Gamefly, obviously. I, I, mean, I tell you what they're going to do, because I talked to a guy at, uh, um, it was a GameStop, I think, and I was like, well, are you guys going to get killed if the, if the, if the new consoles don't, you know, allow you to do it or whatever? And he's like, well, whichever one does is going to get the prime shelf yeah, space. He yeah. just brought it up because, um, you know, I keep going back to Saturn versus PS1. And remember when, um, Sega released the Saturn early, mm. and Sony won. One of the reasons is because retailers refused to carry Sega products. They refused right. to carry the Saturn well, and the Dreamcast. Well, let me let me ask let me ask you, Shell. I mean, am I making too big a deal out of that? Am, am I did, did the console? Did, I'm saying the console war was won, and maybe I'm exaggerating, but am I exaggerating? Um. I hope not. <laughs> that would be a really good message if consumers just vote with their wallet because um, that will hit uh, Microsoft where it hurts. But, I mean, just the massive cheer that that got, was just, it was just incredible. And they just kept they just kept punching. It was brilliant because <laughs> it's just because, I mean, the key message that, you know, part of the marketing message of the Xbox, um, the Microsoft press conference was, you know, I was, like made a note of their keywords that they used. And it was quite often they said, we've listened to you. And so then they brought out Killer Instinct and then they said, we've listened to you. And then it was the uh, Microsoft points have been changed into local currency. And it's like, but. The crucial thing that you should have listened to us about, you have blatantly ignored, and you are actually glossing over and like brushing under this like shiny green rug at the moment, um, which is the fact that we can't play used games on your console. And so I thought it was really interesting that they used that language and it was just completely disingenuous, whereas Sony know exactly what gamers want. You know, all their buzzwords were gamers. They talked about developers a lot as well. And Oh, they had that whole indie yeah, exactly, part the of the whole presentation. Indie section. Yeah. And they were really yeah. talking. Everything was about, you know, it's for gamers and, you know, even the um, entertainment bit wasn't about bringing in the mainstream to the, the the PlayStation family. It was about, you know, we're choosing entertainment that, you know, you as gamers want to see. And, to, you know, it was all about gamers, utterly, mm -hmm. which is what Microsoft weren't. 
So, um, yeah, I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> and I brought it out at exactly the right time. The timing was excellent. It was. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just starting to lose interest. And exactly. then I was, I was like, oh, they're not, they're not going to yeah, do it. They're not going to Skype sharing with your friends. It's like, yeah, yeah, yawn. They're all going to do that. But, you know, they just like absolutely fireworked it off with that. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Billy, what do, you, what do you think? Was is this is this a game changer for your console preferences? <laughs> uh, entirely. I've always been, you know, Nintendo, and I, I jumped to Xbox with the 360 because the PS3 just was not appealing to me. It seemed like a paperweight. Yeah. But now I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, the PS4, it's a hundred dollars cheaper. I already own a Wii U, and oh my gosh, it plays games. And that's like actually what it's made to do, you know, with Microsoft. It's like, oh, it does everything else, everything else in your home does. And as a side thought, we, uh, we did put a, a few games on it for you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we thought you might like that. Yeah. It's all, I mean, Microsoft's almost like if, if you're traveling and you're in a hotel room, you know, there's <laughs> some neat rude. stuff here for like a media center thing you can do with it. Um, yeah, but be careful what you do in that hotel room because we're always watching it. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, Sony was like, this is a gaming system, and I think that's the more brilliant marketing move, because who's going to buy the console for it? Maybe Microsoft will eventually get, you know, grandma and grandpa to come in, and, and I shouldn't say that because there's a lot of older gamers, but the people that don't generally play games, I don't know. Are they going to go out and buy an Xbox because it's a media PC, or is it going to be the gamers that are going to buy it anyway? Just, no one's going to try to tell. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Neil, what do you think? Uh, what was your what was your impression of the of the Xbox? I, I don't know where you fall on the whole Xbox Sony thing, but I mean, what, what are you looking at as far as the the next gen consoles? Well, where I was is it, I was the hardcore Xbox all the way. If I touched the PlayStation, I somehow got a uh, magical cross burned into my arm uh, for touching one. <laughs> However, looking at everything that's happened, everything that's transpired. I mean, I would want to stay Xbox normally. However, I can't buy. I, I can't with my <laughs> no internet, with me not physically being able to. If if any game does require movement from a Connect, I can't do it because of all my injuries. I don't download games off the internet. I mean, Microsoft is just like kicking me in a certain spot multiple times, and the whole Sony press conference pretty much just said Microsoft, this is how it's done. This is how you're supposed to do it. Wow, it's almost like you're not dumping Xbox. It's almost like they're dumping you. <laughs> it's actually funny because you would expect this out of Sony because you know they're they're the Japanese company. They're, they're developed in a country where internet is constantly available. And Microsoft, who is an American-based company, where I mean America is covered in backlands, and they're like, oh yeah, we always expect you to be online. It's just it's so <laughs> odd. I think it's I don't know. the arrogance I, I, of being top dog, isn't it? Because this was Sony last time around, wasn't it, pretty much? Yes, it was. Yeah. They, thought, yeah. they thought they could dictate to consumers and to the industry, and they found that they couldn't, and so now they're the nice guy, and Microsoft's making the same mistakes. Again, no. it's going to be the third console curse that I've mentioned before. Yeah. I mean, Saturn, PS3. <laughs> Xbox One, all third console. <laughs> yeah. Although, and, and yes, also, you can also say the Atari 5200 if you include Pong. 
Although it, PS3 it, is looking pretty darn good for a, yeah, a fail. Yeah, I, will, I will admit that. I mean, at first when it started. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I, it struggled. With the whole DRM thing, you know what I could just picture? I could just picture Sony and Microsoft talking back and forth all up to E3 going, you know what? Let's do this. Put it into the used <laughs> game market. And then at the end, Microsoft, <laughs> Sony's just laughing. Microsoft does it. And Sony's like, ah, I got you. I can't yeah. believe they went through with it. Idiot. Yeah. They, were, they took the page. <laughs> was there anybody? I mean, there's five of us here. Did anyone not think that was going to happen? Did anyone even not think that was a possibility? If you were being paid two hundred plus thousand dollars a year by Microsoft to think of these things, <laughs> would, was there any way that you wouldn't have thought that this was a possibility? Yeah, especially with like, them going out first. Yeah. It's like, yeah, let's let's go first. I let's know. load the bases and then pitch a softball to the Grand Slam yeah. King. <laughs> And see what they do. I mean, duh. <laughs> I, I do want to see what Sony's going to do because they mentioned um, the cloud gaming and being able to play games on other devices. Yeah. yeah. Right. I want to see where that goes because that's the – and I don't know if Todd's on the same page with me here. I love my Wii U because I don't have to carry around a lot of cables for it. I can just take the power cable and the gamepad and pretty much go – I, I can go visit my family, I can go wherever I want, and just plug my Wii U in at a corner somewhere and play all my games on the gamepad. Mm-hmm. I love that. Hey, hey, real quick, because we haven't mentioned it, did anybody see any PlayStation 4 games that they thought were cool? Yeah, loads. <laughs> yeah, well, why don't we mention a couple of them, shall we? <laughs> just, so, just so we do cover the, I mean, we covered why we're buying the PS4, but what are we going to get? Yeah, what, we get what are we going to play on it? <laughs> Fantasy 15. <laughs> Yeah, the the order eighteen sixty six looks mm. awesome. It's like steampunk cool. London, like yeah. I thought of you when I saw that. I'm like, oh, another another London game for <laughs> uh, Shella. Yeah, that's another thing I like about Sony. They feel like they're um, a, a console manufacturer that's in the world, as opposed to Microsoft, who are so America focused and America centric that you just feel like. If you're not in America, they're not really making things for you. Whereas the the, uh, the conferences Sony does are always very international feeling, um, and I like that about them. Um, so yeah, that was good. And they had all the games like um, GTA and you know the the uh, what's it Black Flag looks awesome. Um, I know they're coming out on Xbox Two, but um, or Xbox One also, but. Um, <laughs> But um, it's telling that they were on the Sony stage. They weren't on the Microsoft stage. Yeah, I thought it was neat that Bungie was there. I know that Destiny's coming out on all the consoles, but that was kind of a little SmackDown, too. Mm-hmm. Bungie, formerly Xbox-only developer, is now putting out games for the yeah. PlayStation 3. And I tell you, that Destiny looked damn yeah. good. Though I hate <laughs> to admit it, since I'm not, not leaning towards getting an Xbox One, I would like to try what Titanfall would be like. Titanfall did yeah. look like that was kind of the Even though they did say it also I mean, be on 360, so... I mean, if I get the lower quality right. one, so be it. I, I'm not worried about graphics. I did love <laughs> the okay. lack of cheering there was whenever they announced Diablo 3. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, the whole crowd was quiet, like, oh, yay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Well, that would be my, my response to say, well, at least as long as they get it fixed. <laughs> Maybe we'll get taken off my worst games of the year list. Yeah, I'm about oh. three quarters of the way through that game, Diablo 3, and I just I can't go back to finish it. It's like, ugh. Oh, yes, yeah, so I will walk around for a half hour and shoot monsters. Yeah, I get it. How how <laughs> nice did um, the Final Fantasy one look? Oh, they can screw off. No comment. Oh, they can it looks really, 
looked really nice. Why? It, it looks oh, nice. Fancy is eye candy. I know they always look nice, but um... my problem is they took a game that's just. It was completely developed as this is a side story to Final Fantasy thirteen, and they were like, well, instead of moving on and making a whole new world with a whole new battle and an interesting story, we're just trying to get fans that number 15 Final Fantasy out there, so we're just going to rename this game and not actually bring out a real Final Fantasy fifteen. Well, that's, uh, that's like them bringing back Final Fantasy fourteen. I was like, oh, I thought this game was damaged beyond repair. They're actually going to try to fix it again. Yeah, I, they should give that one up. And... Uh. It looked like it was almost like a first-person slasher, yeah, though. It didn't look I like the standard... It didn't have that you know, random battles, which are really annoying. It looked um, interesting, but this is just... If they continue down this path, they can just start making... Well, Final Fantasy sixteen takes place in the same universe as all the others in seventeen and 18. Hopefully I'll just give it up altogether and I can finally have my big funeral. Hey. <laughs> Well, on uh, well, on you know, Deus Ex, uh, you know, there was a poster in that game for Final Fantasy. What, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they did show off the trailer for Kingdom Hearts Three, which has been way too long in the making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it I thought was. of you when I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so final question, guys, since we're way over time, but that's okay because it was an important topic. So final question is, um, you know, how do you think the console war is going to go? And and I guess as a sub question, do you think that um, do you think that given all that we know, given that now all the consoles have their cards on the table, is anybody going to change their plan at this point as a reaction to what the other guys are doing? And we'll start with Neil. <laughs> Honestly, whenever a new system has come out, I've always been one of those people. You know, I got to be the first to have, got to be the first to have it. I, I mean, I got to get it. Honestly, with this, I. My 360 may be old. The poor thing may have been through nine states and may not open half the time. Honestly, I, I guess poor thing the bookshelf dropped on it. I'm actually going to probably keep my 360, and I, I may wait and see. I mean, I don't want to jump in and automatically get the PS4. I don't. I can't buy the Xbox One. Not a big Wii guy. Not a big Nintendo guy anymore. Minus the 3DS, and even still, I mean, I there is nothing that jumps out at me says. Here, give four or five hundred dollars and buy something. It's just I can't find anything. I see. Okay, well that's fair. We have one vote for wait and see. Todd, what about you? You've already got a Wii. Yeah, game, so about that. As I said earlier, the uh, Wii Wii U press conference did not impress me that much. With all the stuff saying 2014, 2014. I mean, Nintendo is pretty much on thin ice with me right now. I mean, I was hoping to get more games. Hopefully, there'll be more announced from other publishers. I'm mean, gonna keep an eye on it. You gonna head over to Best Buy and check out what they have uh, there? Yeah, the closest one's about 30 miles from me, so yeah, I'll give it a look. But okay, here's my situation. Sony really won me over with the PS4, and I am considering getting one. I'm giving Nintendo an ultimatum: start getting good games out right away. If I don't see anything <laughs> good. I'm packing it up, and it's going to be trading collateral to use for a PS4. Oh, okay. All right. In the Xbox All right. One, All right. I'm keeping my 360. <laughs> All right, Billy, what about you? Um, Not as displeased with my Wii U as what Todd is with his. I was disappointed that everything did say 2014, but I do know that there are games coming out like Rayman Legends that I'm really looking forward to. And I have Monster Hunter and... Yeah, I know you're a big monster. I'll probably have a thousand yeah, hours more, on that game. I need game. to get more into that. I haven't had, I don't have many hours on it at all. Oh, I love it. Thousand I'll hours. have that I'll have that wow. before I'm done with it. I know I will. 
that being said, I'm not at all interested in the Xbox One. Like, if Microsoft just pulls out of consoles altogether, I'd be okay with that. Wouldn't wouldn't <laughs> break my heart. And PS4 looks interesting. Uh, it's got games that I was really wanting to get behind. The whole I love that they went out of their way to dedicate like 15 minutes of their show to supporting indie developers. Mm-hmm. And while I was originally like, you know, I, I hate I hated the PS3. I will be looking at a PS4 when it comes out, especially for a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars less, less <laughs> which is only fifty dollars more than the deluxe Wii U. And I mean, yeah. that that's what really sold the Wii was its cheap prices, and considering that it's, they're all like, you know, in that range, except for, you know, the one that doesn't matter, the Xbox. <laughs> all right. Uh, Shella, you get the last word then. <laughs> I mean, imagine. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I think I saw the price point um, today for both of them, and that pretty much... Um, made my decision for me before I even knew that, um, you know, Sony's slam dunk with the uh, um, with the DRM, um, just because Microsoft have just been so disappointing lately that I've just completely fallen out of love with them. They've just they're just not um, whatever they're doing. It's not for me anymore. I don't know who they're doing it for, but it's some special breed somewhere that I've never met. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a, a PS4 for me if I if I decide to invest um, day one. I have to yeah, I have to think about it. But I'm happy with my PS3. I've got some great games coming out in the next six, you know, uh, five months or so. Got some great games. So very. Oh, I know! I know you're really looking forward to Rain, yeah. and uh, you're 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 looking forward to Last yeah, of Us too, right? I just pre-ordered that, so that'll be coming on Friday, <laughs> and oh, yeah, cool. and Beyond Two Souls looks awesome. Yeah, they did get into more Beyond Two yeah. Souls with the whole the whole military side of things, and that that looked pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, it looked less like a spooky, moody title and more of like a combat. And title. And they really are where innovation is. I think you know they are, like Billy said, they are supporting indie developers, and you know that's why you have stuff like Journey and Limbo and whatnot on on Sony. And that, that it's just lacking on Microsoft. I don't know what they are doing. I just don't know what they're doing. All right. Well, thank you to my panelists today. Very much appreciated. Uh, for all our listeners out there, remember that we have uh, reporter Lisa Campos is at the show. She's at the show right now. So she'll be bringing us all the news about games and also, um, uh, well, probably not so much console news. She's going to probably be looking at the games and stuff. Uh, so she'll be bringing us that all week. Uh, so be sure to tune in. Um, and also uh, check out our E3 page, which has all the news uh, that's fit to fit to fit on the page, uh, which is quite a lot. Uh, you can also check us out. Uh, you can send us an email at ginlaunchofgameindustry.com, or you can check us out on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, and uh, Twitter, which we do a lot. So, And a lot of that is uh, kept up to date thanks to Neil and his efforts as our – Neil is our new online editor. Uh, so uh, congratulations to Neil announcing your official promotion. <laughs> so, uh, And I'm sure you'll keep doing that great. And uh, we'll see you all next time right here at the Gin Lounge. We'll have much more analysis uh, moving forward. But until then, enjoy E3. Or uh, if you can't get to E3, maybe you can get to a Best Buy and check out uh, check out the Nintendo stuff. All right, I'll see you all next time right here at the Gin Lounge. Take care, everyone.